Well welcome along. What we're going to be exploring today is the idea of unity. And you know when we think of unity we think of the number one. And for me what I started to recognize was that when I looked out into the world I could see lots of reflections of myself. And so as a more empowered person on the planet I started to recognize that when I saw someone sad that there was sadness in me. Um, and in fact I could go home and I could even cry. And you know, I, I knew that I was helping that person because I wasn't crying my own tears, I was crying for them. And so what happened as I started to um, go down this path was that I started to understand the unity that, that, that is encompassing the whole of the human race. There is only ever a reflection of ourselves. And when you embrace this whole idea of unity, then you start to understand the, uh, the importance of empowerment because if we have a whole lot of people that are dependent and they're all dependent on a few resources and we're not seeing that in actual fact uh, there's plenty for everybody and if we work within union then we're able to create a much greater whole. See when we're fractured or when we um, have disassociated ourselves or we see ourselves outside of others, well then we create a completely different game for ourselves and we set ourselves up to lose because when you can be part of a collective then there is a collective consciousness that's available for you to move forward because you're stronger in a team than you are individually. And so as an individual the first step that you need to do is start to gather the parts of yourself that might be fractured or might have disappeared. And so you know for me what I needed to do was actually to um, decide that this was a, a conscious decision that I wanted to make and that I wanted to um, remain in union with myself first and foremost. That I needed to have an integrity base that was um, we were all going to decide that we were going to march in this direction. And so have you ever made a decision and then there's that voice in your head that says well I don't really want to do that. And, uh, and it's an alter ego, maybe you've got a name for your alter ego but you know I'd suggest that you come up with an alter ego name because you know sometimes that alter ego doesn't want to do what it is that you're telling it to do. Um, but just recognize that we all have that person. And so you know a mentor of mine would talk about this and, and she'd basically call it Lulu. There was a, a website on um, you know how to kill Lulu and Lulu the alter ego. And so recognizing the fact that Lulu wakes up and says I don't really want to go to work today. You know Lulu doesn't want to do the dishes and Lulu certainly does not want to have to impress such and such or so and so. Alright and so when you need to understand that we all have this alter ego or we all have this experience of this voice that's in our head and we can feed that voice or we can feed the person that we want to become and we can then discipline Lulu to the point where you have to give Lulu little rewards. Okay so what you, what you understand is you say okay Lulu so if you can um, do the dishes then as soon as you've done the dishes you're going to be able to put your feet up and read that magazine that you've wanted to read. read. And so Lulu says okay I can do that, no problem let's get them done really really fast and if I was going to do them then this is how I do them and you get unity so that you're all moving ahead in one direction. That might seem absolutely kooky to you or it might seem absolutely normal. 
but to me it was normal. When I started to hear about these alter egos, I thought, well, that's the games I've been playing with myself for years. You know, that um, Lulu doesn't want to reverse park in front of the public because whenever she's in control, then she starts chatting away going, don't hit the gutter, don't hit the gutter. You know you're going to hit the gutter because you're not very good at reverse parking. You know, the voice in your head that you start to hear that says, you know, oh, he hasn't rung. Well, that's because he doesn't appreciate you. You know, and why, wouldn't he appre why would he appreciate you? You know, you've done this and you've done that and, you know, you're not a very nice person and, you know, the other people worship him and he gets lots of respect over there. So why would he want to come home to you, you nagging, annoying, jealous cow? Whatever it is, the voice in your head, this, this beast that tends to um, come up and out can sometimes not even be you. And I think it's really important, firstly, to recognise that if you're going to have union as an individual, if you're going to start to recognise that, you know, there are things in life that you're not going to want to do and parts of you are going to split off because it's too painful and you don't want to do it, well then that next step for you is to start to get those people and be the team leader and get them all moving in the one direction. And that was certainly for me, I could see in, in, in very sad times, um, I had left the innocent part of me behind and I had to go back and, and you know, say it's okay, it's alright to be sorrowful and you can come on board and I'll let you play in the game again, you know, but this is the rules of the game. We can't be too sad all the time because people don't like to hang around with high maintenance people and so if you're going to be high maintenance, well then you need to, you know, pull your socks up and, and then, you know, this is what you're going to need to do. And you need to learn how to talk to yourself as a leader. And when fear rears up, and you talk to that fear and say, of course you're afraid. It is normal to be afraid. It's absolutely rational. You're about to jump out of an aeroplane, a perfectly good aeroplane, onto the ground. I understand you. I'm listening to you. However, we're going to do this anyway, and so I'm asking for courage. And the courage is going to teach me to be the best student I can be and to be a fan, fabulous tandem skydiver. And when we get to the ground, when we get safely on the ground, your reward will be that we are going to buy ourselves this. And remember how much we've desired this? That's what we're going to buy. And you know, I don't know what it's going to take for you for delayed gratification. But if you can get this patterning happening, you are not only going to empower yourself, you're going to have fun doing it because I'll come up with all sorts of self-bribery and all sorts of things to get every part of me on board with the decision that I'm going to make. And sometimes when it's spontaneous and that spontaneous compassionate person has stuck their hand up and said, right, my team will commit to this and then I recognise, uh-oh, my team is more than just me and I'm about to get in big, big trouble because I've now got to go back and say, ooh, I just volunteered us to do this and actually my part's done now and it's up to you to actually make sure it all goes smoothly. Um, you know, that Kent has different parts of him. Okay, and so he has to get his Lulu under control. That says, well, she's always out telling people that she'll overpromise, and then I'm the person that has to make sure that everything goes smoothly, and I'm the person who makes sure that the kids are looked after and that the schedule's kept to and that everything comes off smoothly, and then she gets all the accolades, and I'm sure this is what will go on. You know, because when you recognise you're in a team and that you're not all together, then your saboteur or your alter ego can be the thing that's preventing you from others wanting you to be on the team. Okay, and I've experienced that. I've had people that I've thought, 
you know, unless there's a major turning point, it's now becoming too hard. It's got to the point where they want all of the enjoyment and all the benefit, but they can't get themselves together together. And if they can't get themselves together together, then we're not going to be able to move forward at the pace that we need to move forward to achieve this goal. And so therefore we're going to have to draw a line in the sand and we're going to have to communicate really, really clearly that this is our desired outcome, these are our timelines, go away and think about it, otherwise step down and allow somebody else to step up. So unity means that first we do that with ourselves. If you're not congruent, don't even think about doing it with somebody else. You know, for me it was always about getting results for myself and drawing the line in the sand myself and, you know, putting a bag over Lulu's head and bribing her to do whatever I had to do to be able to shut her up until the job was done. But then really recognise that Lulu deserves some rewards because there is a part of us that says, you know what, it shouldn't be so hard and why are we always so demanding and isn't it time to rest and to relax? And so it's feeding Lulu when you can and knowing, you know what, when we're finished tonight and this is going to be our reward and this is going to be the best day that we're going to have and this is what we're going to explore and these are going to be the benefits, then we have unity. Okay, so that's really the whole goal of it. Now, this is no different amongst you as a couple and then you as a family. So when you work as a unit in terms of we are a family unit, and therefore what we stand for is this, this and this. And we're all always going to promote each other and there might be things that as a family we don't want to do. But you know what, we've decided that to be part of the team and to be part of the family, then this is important for this person and so therefore not only am I to attend, I'm to be cheery, upbeat and almost fun. Okay, and I just remember, you know, as a kid when uh, my mum would drag my brothers along to watch me play netball. <laughs> and so and she'd say, you know, she comes and she cheers all the time when you play your rugby and then she goes along and watches you play high jump. The least you can do is come to her physical culture concert and clap and cheer when she's a ballerina up on stage. You know, and that was always the, um, the culture of our family was that we enjoyed celebrating each other's successes. Whether that was graduation nights at universities and going out for dessert and sometimes at university they only ever give two tickets, you know, to go to the ceremony, but all six of us would be there at the dessert bar straight after to celebrate. And to me that was, that was such unity to know that my brothers and sisters um, were there at my wedding and that, you know, I was at their weddings and that, you know, I made that conscious decision that it wasn't convenient because it wasn't even in the country. It was going to cost a lot of money it was going to put a major inconvenience into my year. However, you know what? It wasn't looked like like that. It was said, if we are going to be a family, then these are the commitments that we have for each other and this is the way and the manner in which that I want to celebrate. And so I think it's, you know, getting excited about being part of something bigger. And if you've got that right, you know, if you've really got your family unit right, then you're able to expand and move to the next level which is outside of your family to, to start to work in with a community of people. Now that might be a community of people that you work with and I remember when I, when I first started as a travel agent and there were certain unified things that we would have 
and um, and we call them rituals but we spell them r-i-c-h-u-a-l-s they make the the company rich by doing them the same way every single time and just different faces will appear but the rhythm is the same and so you know what rituals do you have to come into community with people is there a, a weekly place that you can attend that that shows that you're part of the team is that in your sporting world you know you might you might be a part of a team that plays you know indoor volleyball or netball or basketball or tennis or squash or whatever it is that you like to do with your spare time and you commit every single week to being part of that community of people that enjoy that activity is it that you like scrapbooking and that you go off to your scrapbooking class once a week and you you actually uh, unify together as a team and you enjoy each other's company to to give yourself a reward is it on a spiritual sense so you go to church every week you know what is it that you do that brings you into community with other people and once you're in the community are you um, accepting of the fact that then there's a broader picture you have a country and you have a nation you have a world you have a universe you have a galaxy you have a and you keep expanding this whole thing to recognize that you know when we really start to recognize that our neighbors can be um, part of us and we can help out and we can become that person of service then your neighbor can be somebody from a different country your neighbor can then be somebody from a different galaxy imagine that and so you start to read these science fiction books and you start to listen to this whole, you know, I'm navigating my way home, but what's the bigger picture and, and where am I going within this? And you realize that, you know, the unity that needs to happen is to understand that what if I was just part of a star? What if I myself was a star? You know, living here on the planet as a star. Imagine that to be true. And a little bit of star was walking around on on the planet to brighten people's lives well then I can be in unity with the stars whatever it is for you I don't know as I said the great part of this whole um, ending of this empowerment program is that we start to explore some much more exciting questions and we start to uncover these constructs that perhaps have been built up for us to feel safe and secure and we actually learn we can feel safe and secure without them and we can understand that in union with ourselves when we are completely clear that we're good we're good from the front the back the side the bottom the top that all this we've got a team of people we're doing life with now we understand that we're stepping forward in life and we've got control of these alter egos so we're disciplined and we can now step up and be part of something much bigger in terms of contribution well to me that's when life really started to begin was that who were the communities that I was going to sell out to? What was I going to stand for? Who were the teams of people that I decided that were going to be great reflections of myself and that I was going to participate at 100%? Now, could I participate at 100% in terms of my IQ? Absolutely. I would use all of my resources available, all the smarts, all the wit, everything that I've got um, to be able to not just discipline myself but to educate and to edutain others so entertain as I educate that's really been the key could I also use all my courage all my emotional intelligence my tact 
the fact that you know I can remain humble and the fact that I can stay grounded can I utilize the fact of, of the strengths that I have emotionally in that you know I had a wonderful childhood and a wonderful life and so I don't have a lot of the trauma that a lot of people need to to get through so therefore I can move very swiftly around other incidents because I don't caught, get caught in their drama glue can I use that as a benefit absolutely I can you know what about as a success quotient can I really open up to the possibility of being far more on purpose than I realize that I am at any one moment and and recognize within my own body where that feels uncomfortable to say well you can't surrender because you know you know what if someone attacks you or what if somebody you know says that what you say is wrong or dangerous or corrupt or what have you you can't control that so therefore how does that make you feel are you all together on this program? Are you all together moving ahead with what it is that you believe to be true from what you've read and researched? Okay, so what, what we're talking about here in terms of unity means that, you know, I have betrayed myself lots and lots of times thinking that because somebody isn't watching that maybe I can get away with it. Has anyone ever done that? You know, bought that block of chocolate and eaten it while nobody's watching and hidden the packet? you know or um, you know lied to themselves by saying that you know this is what I actually did when in fact you know the truth and it wasn't what you did and maybe played around the golf and embellished the score just a little bit and because nobody was really keeping count um, you know what else could you have done that might have for you felt that you have fractured or, or you know not certainly served yourself in the big picture and you need to recognize that well that's great because that's Lulu working you know and you need to recognize that that Lulu will keep on rearing her head provided you let her because you haven't rewarded her enough you haven't told her the rules of the game and you haven't got enough discipline around what her constraints are and what her rules are and so this week what I want you to acknowledge I guess in is to start to to listen to those voices to have some more mirror time if that's what you need where you spend five minutes in the morning and five minutes at night and and you're able to just be still and and looking into your own eyes listening to the chatter that's going on in there and identifying who are the how who are you who's speaking now and ask the question what is it that you want and that's a great way to start to empower yourself what do you want I want to sleep right okay well that's fabulous so tonight I promise at 10 o'clock you can go to sleep and you can sleep all the way through until you wake up. No interruptions. I promise. If you will just come with me on this trip from now until 10 p.m. and we hold it together, then you get to sleep. Is that fair enough? Does it sound like anything? It sounds like disciplining a child to me. You know, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. Okay, I understand. But we need to pick up your sister from kindy. So we're getting in the car now. And when we get in the car and we get to kindy and then on our way home we'll stop at the park okay that's good give them the vision you've got to have a vision for yourself if you want to create unity okay so if you're you know traveling along on this empowerment path but you've got no clarity on what it is you want to contribute on how you want to grow on the personal development you hope to gain uh, good luck because the challenge is is that unless the vision is very very clear it's very difficult to summons up any kind of a team to follow you because you say one day we're going this way 
and then everybody goes to follow you and you go off in a different direction because you're not clear. So think of the analogy of a pilot, you know, we're on the plane and he says, right, so, okay, I think we're nearly ready to go. Um, I don't really know where we're going, but, you know, certainly strap, strap in and um, we're gonna, we've got a bit of petrol here, so let's just get going and um, hopefully we'll end up somewhere. Okay, excellent. Everybody um, count down from three and let's get going. Who would feel at all confident in a pilot that did a voiceover like that? You'd be thinking this is a practical joke or we're going to be on TV or, or whatever or you'd be seriously concerned. And some of you when you're piloting your life, you haven't got any kind of measures or checks. You, haven't, you don't know on the altitude gauge where you are, you don't know where the air pressure is, you're not 100% certain if the passengers are on board, if they're aligned as to where you want to go. Have you got a good co-pilot? Have you got waitresses to serve the team and to you know, give out the refreshments and, and acknowledge where, where you are and to help the other people that are following? You know, think of things in terms of picture form or analogies and then bounce yourself from that place to this place and go, yeah, would I be really behind that pilot and their success? Well, probably not. And yet then when I observe myself in the previous week, how clear I've been when I have my meeting with my team, you know, and I know that it's the, the first week of the month, but I'm not 100% certain where we're going to end up this month. You know, and I really get a feeling that, um, you know, we're going to step up the pace. But, you know, in terms of what that means for the company, I'm not 100% sure because it just depends on how much we spend, which will give us our margin, which will tell us how much profit we make or maybe we won't make any profit. I'll have to check with the bookkeeper because I'm not 100% certain where we're at at the moment. Or what about at home when you say, hmm, okay, so um, this year, what's important? Right, well, someone, you're going to have to go to school. I just realised you start school. Oh, I haven't enrolled you in school. I haven't been to any interviews of school. I haven't done any research of what schooling's important. You know, there isn't any unity when it comes to the roles and you're not making decisions from the pilot's seat. Okay, so the important thing is, is that you start to pilot your own life. And I started to recognise that I was so the co-pilot in some major decisions and then I recognised that we were so not aligned. And then when we were challenged, neither of us really had any clarity over the vision that we had and one of us had to take that on board. And for me, I was like, right, I will, I will champion this decision and you will come along with me we will work together to get this solution. And I was really excited when I got permission to be able to do that. And so when you create this environment for yourself to become empowered, now we start to stretch and understand that it's not just about you, it can be about others as well. And when you're working and leading and empowering others, that they're gonna be watching you for fractures. They're gonna be watching you for areas where you let the team down. And that could be your own team or that could be their team. And so we need to really, you know, pick up our socks here and, and have that level of integrity at the next stage um, that understands that we're not just going to do it when people are watching. We're going to start to recognise that, you know, the saboteur in me tells me that I never get any fun time. So I just randomly decide we're all having fun right now. Well, that's, that's not necessarily going to give people relief because the people who like certainty don't like uncertainty and so you know for for a pilot who's flying Concorde from London to New York 
and who just decides, you know, this is no fun. We're going to stop off in Bermuda. Everybody, hold on, we're taking a left. You know, here we go. We're going to go and have a little stop off and then we're going to pop over to San Francisco. I just feel like doing something a little bit different. And they wonder why their team keep disappearing. And it's because of the uncertainty that you're creating. But you can be doing that inside yourself or you can be creating that for your families, in your job or in your community. And if you're a person that we're not 100% certain when you walk into a room if you're going to be consistently happy, uh, then when somebody hears that you're coming, you could possibly become too high maintenance for that group of people if it's not consistent. And so what's important is that it's congruently consistent, that you get a hold of Lulu and say, you know what, people are feeling this now. Although you keep on saying that, you know, you're going to be on board, you're not on board because I can feel it when I get there and, and I'm, I'm resentful that I'm here. And I can't be resentful or I'm never going to attract what it is that I'm looking for because I'm not whole, I'm not one. All right, and most people say in, in relationship, you know, it's about finding that person to complete me. That's a huge misconception, okay? Nobody can complete you. You must be complete, okay? So that's, that's, that's what's important is that you're complete and then when you're complete, that mirror image, that twin soul, that other person, that soul mate turns up, okay? So just recognize that in order for you to think that somebody's going to come in and fix you or make you whole and that you don't have to develop or empower that side of yourself, will actually end up being your greatest tragedy or greatest disempowerment tool. Unity is about understanding that you've got it all together for yourself, they've got it all together for themselves, you've decided on a vision of where you want to go and together you've embraced that vision and embraced that journey and you're walking that path together. And um, for me when I see couples really get that and really understand that what they're creating as a team should be a win-win then that excites me to watch other couples that are on that journey because for me it was such a long long time coming where the resentment disappeared where Lulu just shut up you know where I could understand that um, her point of view but at the same time not give it too much um, time to slow me down on my path of going well of course he could do that but then I'm just as capable of doing it and anything that is is done for me is a benefit you know so think of it like that if if you were going to live your life totally alone you'd have to do everything all of the time so whenever anybody does anything for you at any time it's a bonus and when you live life from that sense of gratitude from that sense of um, capability then you'll start to find a team that is far more capable and a community who is far more um, I guess in pace with where you are that you're able to create a whole bunch more than what you could have done on your own. So I encourage you to find that community and that group of people that you want to engage with and commit to and start to openly journal and, and talk about what Lulu's doing or if she's the saboteur and, and how to actually you know get rid of that alter ego side of you or at least disciplined enough so that as you step into this part of your journey that you recognize her but then you also know how to tame her and you know how to reward her at the same time very very important lesson have a great week and good luck with lulu
This presentation is designed for educational and informational purposes only. The workshop materials and presenters information contained within in no way provide legal, tax or investment advice to participants. The information presented is designed to provide participants with reference material towards creating the success they desire. Unauthorised copying, public performance, broadcasting and renting of this material in whole or in part is strictly prohibited. If you would like more information, please go to www.leisureseekers.com.au.